Is lying. Now, I know brothers, they were speaking from um, the early 60s, well, between the early 60s and the early 70s. And what I'm here is trying to say that there are some people on the desegregation line. That's right. That have not desegregated themselves. Anybody desegregated themselves is on the other side. You know, and I'm not, I know I'm not the only one alone because uh, there's other left behind. Not only did they leave desegregated, desegregated but then they went from there to uh, marrying other nationalities so and there are some people that's right there on that line okay so there's a lot of left behinds you know before people can really uh, see and know what they're talking about. Really, it's just like a common law thing now for a brother and a white woman. Just common law. They, uh, you know, what I'm saying uh, everybody's focusing on LGBT and took their eyes off of what's you know, been a problem for like forever uh, since um, since heresy <laughs> since heresy since the Inquisition <laughs> nah it ain't cool really if you can't handle your business Right? I don't give a fuck what y'all do to each other. But when it's the start, you know, trying to put everybody in the same category as your man, okay, then that's a problem. Okay? First of all, we don't know him. You heard? <laughs> really? You gotta know where you stand. Some of us don't know where they stand. And um, yes, fall, fall, fall. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Really, I don't believe in death row at all. I believe in the great gods. <laughs> 
know anything about the great gods. Well, I believe. And, 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 and y'all do the math. You know what I'm saying? On that one. You know, I said that I was going to stop helping people understand what I'm saying. Because they might not be on my level or I'm not on their level type of thing. So, from now on, in certain equations and um, instances, I'm going to just say, do your math. Do your own math. Or do the math on that. You know what I'm saying? Really? Because I, I, I don't like holding hands. Really, I, I don't. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when the last time you held uh, your lovers or your spouses or boyfriend, whatever, hand. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I didn't really like holding hands. I did when I was a kid. But I ain't no kid no more. It's a good thing, though. Well, we in a new year. This is 2022. I'm glad to see some people made it to the other side. Yep. Uh, I'm back. Because they try to shut us down. But I'm back. Because I've been here before. <laughs> yes, I'm glad uh, that you made it. Through the um, aftermath. I said that the aftermath is always the end of the year going into the new year so if you made it over to the other side and through the aftermath then you pretty much uh, safe okay uh, I was going over my um, uh, vaccination status and I just like to give an update on that vaccination status in this episode. Uh, so it's been one month, 24 days since I was detected. I wasn't uh, positive, but just a detection of uh, the coronavirus. One month and 24 days since my 14 and release five months since my vaccination and how I'm doing uh, I kind of like feel the same uh, I need to lose weight so I'm still like working on my weight uh, I can like even like pinpoint between uh, the difference I feel from the vaccination and now. 
you know, when you're a workaholic. When you're a workaholic, uh, you, you just kind of, like, work through the pain, you know? I mean, I mean, if you're really trying to achieve something in life uh, and, and, and doing the hard work to get there, you kind of, like, you know, work through the pain. So, I really haven't... I can't really say what I feel from the jab and uh, and now. I didn't see nothing. When, when I first took the jab, it was like a cold um, feeling going through my eye. I could feel like a, a cold feeling going through my arm. And but that's about it. And then I and then I peed in the bed. <laughs> I saw Moses with a staff. <laughs> I'm for real. I did. I had a dream of Moses and a staff. And that's it. Ever since then, uh, things just been like you know the norm. So I think it's not really I'm not really gonna be able to tell the difference until I drop these uh fifty strong pounds. You know, after I drop drop these fifty strong pounds, I should feel I should something should separate. Uh, me from the vaccination and and now and plus they were saying that you know you know uh, that people who take the uh, jab should at least wait up to a year to see the results themselves you know what I'm saying and it makes a whole lot of sense they shut the uh was putting out that message. It was a doctor. He was like Chinese or something. And he was putting out that message about, you know, people who got the jab should wait up to a year to take any more shots and stuff like that because of the way it clogs up the um, your blood or how, you, how your blood clump up and all that type of stuff. And I kind of know what he's talking about now because uh, of the surveillance. You know, I found out that you know surveillance adds a lot of pressure to to uh, us. You know, being surveillanced a lot. So that has a lot to do with the clumping and and uh, uh, your blood. You know, that's just like too much pressure. It's just like the pressure rise you with the um with the jab and then they also got you that's just just that's like squeezing the motherfucking life out of the motherfucker you know what I'm saying so uh, I kind of like uh, meditate on that and then again I took uh, the safest one to me the safest one is the Johnson Johnson okay. Now, Johnson Johnson go way back, baby. So, <laughs> who Moderna and Pfizer is, they get, you know what I'm saying? 
But they probably just came to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody did no uh, research on uh, John, uh, Pfizer and Moderna. They all so concentrating on the uh, <laughs> talk uh, uh, on the on the COVID jab and the um, virus itself, but they ain't researching who putting it out there. You know what I mean? I was like, I knew from off the top of my head, I wasn't going to no Pfizer no Moderna. I'm like, who the hell is that? Shit. So to me, I took the safest one, and then it was a. Uh, Lighter dose, you know what I'm saying? Now they saying um, uh, people with Johnson and Johnson uh, may have to take a uh, booster shot, but thankfully you got to be qualified for it. So I'm still looking forward to the year because now when I get to that year point, the end of the year from the time you know I took the jab. I can discern from what the doctor was telling me, what these people was telling me, the Johnson and Johnson. I should know something um, in that year. You know what I'm saying? And for people out there, you know, that's um, getting this forced on you, and, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, because it is, to me, you know, if you ain't ask for, ask for it, you know what I'm saying, then it's a force. For real. I don't care what you say, you know what I'm saying? It might be for your well-being or whatever, but still, it's being forced on you. So, uh, people need to jot the, uh, do the same, jot this down, you know what I'm saying, go pick them up a little book, a little, you know, little diary book and write out, you know, their experience through this. Really, don't wait till you get to the hospital and then, you know what I'm saying, and then be like, it be too late. You know what I'm saying? If you going in these hospitals today, they forcing this shot on your ass. For real. Okay, so... Play dead all you want and <laughs> sick all you want. You know what I mean? You go up in there, they gonna give you uh that jab. So um I just wanted to share my status um the jab. You know what? And then, you know, you got those people that be trying to scare you about being vaccinated. I say, you know how I look at this here vaccination? It cannot be uh, no better than the situation you are in. No better than the situation that you are already in. You are already in a bad situation. You don't even know why this is taking place. Okay, you didn't ask for this. You know what I'm saying? I say anything that separates me from uh, the world 
it's, it's all right with me. You know what I'm saying? So the more motherfuckers do say they don't, they ain't taking no jab, they ain't doing this. Good. That means that we is on a separate, uh, separate line now. Really, we is on a separate line. Whatever they put in your motherfucking system, your body has to fight it off, fight your immune system the way your immune system is designed. Everybody's immune system ain't the same. I don't care how many people out there say, oh, those people look alike. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, there's all the black people, or there's all the niggas, or everybody is not the same just because uh, they are look alike, uh, they hang with them individuals, they live by them people, they work with them people. There's not the same people. God gets to give you a chance. If the world won't give you a chance, if your boss won't give you a chance, if your family won't give you a chance, God has to do that. God has to give you a chance. You know what I'm saying? They might walk around here and talk about them. Oh, yeah, it's going to be the end of the world. It's going to be the end of the world for you, motherfucker. But it ain't going to be the end of the world for me. You understand? I mean, like, why is all the giant uh, dinosaurs dead? And the giants did. And people long ago did. But man is still here. Caveman gone. Everybody is gone now. But man is still here. Because man got the last word. Okay? Man has the last word. Alright. So, don't let... Uh, people fool you about your death. They need to worry about their own death. Their own death. And their own time. And their own space. You know what I'm saying? Really. Does everybody feel strong with somebody else with them? Everybody. Everybody. Everybody feels so much big and bad when they have an entourage. We know that. Okay? But where's the big and bad badness when um, death comes? You know what I'm saying? They want everybody to share in the death then. <laughs> oh, uh... You coming to someone's own funeral? I don't do funerals, yo. Okay. And that's all I'm good for? A funeral? Oh, but when it was party over here and party over there, you didn't know me. Nah, I don't do funerals. Right. It's time for a separation that we know. You know what I'm saying? It is. It's time for a divide. It is time for a divide. That means that um, one day in your life, you're going to come upon a crossroad where you're going to have to make a choice. 
You know what I'm saying? And everybody feels some some type of way that they might have sold their soul, but I'm telling you it's not true. I'm telling you that it's not true. You cannot sell your soul because you don't even know what it is. All right? You can make a wrong choice. That's about it. You can make some regrets happen. That's all. But you cannot sell your soul. Because one day, like I said, you're going to come upon a day where you have to make a choice. And I'll tell you about a story. Because I'm in the pimp mood. You know what I'm saying? When you're a lady, you get into the pimp mood. When you're a man, you get into uh, a pimp mode. You know, uh, pimp modes don't uh, exist in my world. Only pimp moves and uh, and beast mode. Beast mode and pimp moves in my world. You know, so right now I'm going to get in the pimp mood. Now it was this lady. She was Spanish, Spaniard. And um, she had, you know, she was rich, had a big house, and she housed women. And her rules was she never believed that a woman should have to ever give her, her money to a man if, you know what I'm saying, he won't what he want from her, if he want her delights. She didn't go for that. And she housed plenty of women in her mansion. You know what I'm saying? She was a, a madam. And uh, she had a billionaire man who uh, supported her. So, you know, you know, one it is always one or two girls that's gonna get your problem. You know what I'm saying? In this business. So it was this one girl who uh liked it, you know, on one of her tricks. You know what I'm saying? You know how some women, you know, they fall for a certain man and he he ain't no good for type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and you can't tell her nothing because, you know, that's her likes. You know, well, anyway, it was this one um, girl, she uh, she had found out that uh, she wasn't getting his money. And she was letting him <coughs> put a cigarette, put his cigarettes out on her back. He was literally setting his, putting his cigarettes out on her back when he was finished with her shit. And she wasn't getting his money. Uh, I don't even know if she, was, if she had, was giving him her money. But that was a no-no in her, you know, in her house. So she found out and caught up with the guy. And she killed him. Her and some other girls killed him and stuff. 
And, uh, you know, she always threatened her girls, you know, you know, it's about abiding the rules in her house or, you know, or get out on the streets. You know, so the girl did want to go, so she had to do what the madam told her. Now I told you she had a a billionaire supporter, which was her a man. And he was never hardly at home. You know, because, you know, uh, I, I don't think you can keep a billionaire at home these days. You know, I don't even think you could have did it in, in them days. But she, you know, was expecting him. He was coming on, be coming home. And uh, I don't think she he knew about the girls living in the mansion and stuff. So when she found out he was on his way, she, you know, she told the women, you know, what they needed to do and stuff like that. And it was primarily to stay out the way, you know. So he arrived in his limo, of course. And I don't know if this was his time for, uh, to propose to her or whatever. But uh, this was whatever this whatever this time he came home. This was his final time with her, and they was at the dinner table, and he had noticed that she still was eating chickens. and he was like, "Look, you got the finest things. I gave you the best things you had." All everything. Why do you need to eat that stuff? Why do you need to eat that shit? Right? And she gave her reason. And basically, at the table, she was, he was giving her ultimatum. He wanted to marry her, take her away, and and wanted her to stop eating chillies. And she turned down the proposal. Yes, to keep her life as a matter. She turned it down. He left her. And uh, eventually in the end, uh, she was killed. And I'm saying that that because everybody in, in your time, you come when well, you have to make a choice in life. You know, you got to make a, a choice in your life. It just happens that way. It's just... You know, and you might not even know that you got to make this choice, you know, being married, uh, you know, in a relationship, you never know that you have to make this choice. And is it selling yourself? No. It had nothing to do with, you know, selling your soul or nothing. It's about, you know what I'm saying? Uh... Who got the uh, 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 last word? And obviously he had the last word. You know what I mean? Another example was like Josephine Baker. Josephine Baker had a millionaire man. No, a billionaire man. And he gave her ultimate one day. He said, don't uh, adopt any more kids. You adopt any more kids, I'm going to leave you. I guess she thought he was playing.
<laughs> she went and doubt one more. And he left fast. And when he left, they took all the kids away and put her out her own mansion. See, he had the last word. Not saying that it's women ain't in those positions to give a person the last word. I'm just saying, when you're in a relationship and you um, living your life, one day you gonna have to, you gonna come upon a crossroad, which is the ultimatum, which is a, which is a choice. And it can be your last and fatal choice, or it can be uh, the one to save your life choice. And I'm coming to a crossroad soon. I have reached my crossroad before, but I guess God said that maybe um, I was like too young. And uh, maybe I was too young to uh, uh, make a choice. But now I'm not. And I know it's coming. Um, but then this year, because I'm not going through uh, all these uh, jabs. And because uh, one, I'm telling you now, they don't research the person, the people who's putting this shit out here. They talking about the, the, the coronavirus and, 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 and the makeup and the, and, and, and the messaging RNA. But they ain't telling you shit about the people who, uh, who Moderna and Pfizer, who are they? And where they come from? You know what I'm saying? And do they know their measurements? You know what I'm saying? And are they doing their math calculations? Are they doing it? Or do they know their numbers? Really? Because they don't, you know what I'm saying? And the healthcare fair one, one dot off. To fuck up somebody's life. They teach you that. One decimal off can fuck somebody's whole entire life up. I'm not going to be that casualty anymore. I made it through that. Now they're going to have to make some sense. And I'm talking about C-E-N-T-S. C-E-N-T-S. Not S E N S E but sense. I'm like, um, now it's time to let me know uh how you making your money. How you getting your money? How you getting your money from this? Who paying for this? You know what I'm saying? All about this is gonna be all about the numbers with me uh, this year. Said, you know I'm saying, is anybody gonna be poking me? Can't add two plus two or spell it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, how you spell two? <laughs> T O O, dummy. <laughs> y 
that shit is over. Done with. Okay? Real. Job had to make a choice. You know what I'm saying? In the book of Job, the Bible, Job had to make a choice. He didn't know what hell was eating him up and doing. You know what I'm saying? All he can say is God, but nobody can see God. Even Job couldn't see God. He said, whoever this mother is doing this to me, know me. And who can know you better than God? He had to make a choice one day. Him or his wife. You know what I'm saying? It's me or that bitch. You know what I'm saying? One other. For real. So you got to do that. You know, it's in your makeup. It's in your DNA. You know what I'm saying? They think about they they think that they really, you know what I'm saying, have the MRA, the the M R N A messenger DNA to change your DNA. But do you have the the measurements and the count and the numbers for that uh messenger you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How long is it gonna last? You know what I'm saying? They teach you all that now, and so it ain't no fucking excuse. You know, motherfuckers want to know that off the top of their fucking head. You know what I'm saying? You know, now when somebody just tell you, oh, it's um five milliliters in this here uh in the shot. Well, how long does it take for them five milliliters to wear off in my body? <laughs> really? And that type of stuff, it goes to know from like off the top of your head. Not trying to cheat. You know what I'm saying? There's a healthcare field. They is some real cheaters, man. You know, if you go through some of my um, episodes, I talk about healthcare, especially um, medical assistance. And, and, you know, the lower class. If I knew one that with a name, they better look out, goddammit. Then I found out you that damn dumb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> better get the hell out of there. <laughs> For real, you swore to save a life, motherfucker. Not take a life. And you already taking it. If you in there and don't know what the hell you're doing, you come to kill. You dress to kill, motherfucker. How long does this last in my body? 
Because you and I know can't nothing last, outlast, and out original of anything. Can't nothing real be destroyed. Unless it wasn't real to begin with. And see, that's what I think it's all about. You know, all them clones they been made um, for the last uh, 15 years or a decade and a half. You know what I'm saying? They trying to destroy the evidence. They trying to liquidate like the Nazis did. <laughs> and this is their DNA makeup. They just trying to delete y'all ass before they go, you know It's gotta be no trace. Oh, man, that's what they did in the Nazis days. They left no trace. Okay. It, it might have been some uh, liquidated papers or whatever, but it was no trace of them ever being there. And that's what they trying to do to this world. Leave no trace of them ever being there. That it was all in your mind. A, a psychological damage is that they they try to do. Psychological. So, like I said, the um, one doctor said, you know, I always like the Chinese doctors. I ain't say Philippine or Vietnamese. I mean Chinese doctors. I like Chinese doctors. I like Chinese doctors better than white doctors. I mean, even though they white, but, you know, they Chinese white. Uh, I like them better. Because they, 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 like pinpoint tell you like locations and shit. No. I I ain't say ever invest your money with Chinese people. Don't do that. Because they know how to disappear on their ass. And it's hard to find them because they all blend real well with one another. You could be staring the mobster right in the face and don't even know. <laughs> really? Yeah, so. He said, oh, yeah. And this is my last time looking forward to any foreignness. You know what I'm saying? Real, I was doing that in religion, looking forward to something. You know what I'm saying? Like an arm in fucking jail. You know what I'm saying? That's what they do in jail and in the military. Count days and shit. 
five days of this day, ten days of this day. I'm doing it now. What is that? One month, 24 days, and five months. Really, that's what that's what what it's like in religion. That's what it's like um, doing jail time. That's what it's like working for somebody. Always looking forward to something, looking ahead for something when everything around you is all fucked up. So, one thing about being a servant of God, God has servant of God's here as shields, as his protection, not ours. Not ours. Remember that. If you're a servant of God, you are shield of the Lord's. He, you're being used to protect him. Okay. And you know it because of all the darts and all the targets and all the things thrown at you. They come against you. Really. I'll be like, hey. If somebody really don't like you, God. <laughs> Now I'll be like, tell him I'm still coming. <laughs> I'm still coming. <laughs> I'm coming speedily. <laughs> really? And I realize that now. You know, in religion. That I gotta keep some shit holy. You know what I'm saying? I had to keep something holy. Matter of fact, we all do, but we all don't admit it. You got to keep something holy, yo. Because it's the holiness that they after. It's the holiness that they after. The purity, the virgin. You know what I'm saying? That they after. You know, if they can get all, all the holiness and purity, pureness and all that. Yes, they can control you. Not even with, not with a jab on that, no. With just psychological uh, theories. Psychological theories. It's just that easy. Really. Because they can get rid of all the... Good in the world. They can have one big orgy party. Nobody can complain about it. <laughs> That's all the devil wants you for. That's all the devil wants me for. That's all Satan, Lucifer, and all his angels want you for. You know what I'm saying? If you look up in, in some of those uh, pictures, them old pictures of angels, and they had their finger like, like um, barely touching the, uh, another angel's finger. Right there, that's where it started. 
you know them uh uh Vasalis pictures of angels and it was like half nude and some like a sheet wrapped around a cloth wrapped around just all the head on and it was white with curly hair and and it had the finger and it had the finger um uh trying to touch another finger that's how it all started we didn't want to be close they couldn't get close so that's how he's make love with this <laughs> that's how he's uh, you know act like they was in love and stuff with the finger I guess one day them fingers touch. And then the hand, and then the, you know what I mean? Then next thing you know, they wasn't floating no more. <laughs> they fell, man. Yeah. Yeah, so. So people really think that, you know what I'm saying, all this racism and everything else is what's keep happening. No, that's not what's keep happening. That's going to exist because that's supposed to be. You're supposed to be the color that you are and you're supposed to be the color that you are and you're supposed to be separate from that color and that color supposed to be separate from you. It's supposed to be. It ain't, uh, what matters? It matters. You know what I'm saying? What ain't supposed to be is that you keep falling. That ain't what it's supposed to be. And falling and falling and falling. That's why you got to keep some podium in your life. And everybody, you know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody, you know, and unless a lot of people who don't know it, don't mean that they ignorant, don't mean that they blind. It's just, they mean that they haven't got there yet. It ain't happened for them. Some even know it. They be like, well, hey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let me find out on my own. Respect people like that. I'm like, dang, I respect you for that. Does that mean I ain't got to worry? I ain't got to, you know what I'm saying? You know what you're doing when you can say those words. Let me find out on my own. Because there ain't nothing better than experience, than the teacher. Ain't nothing better than higher than the teacher, than the experience. Right. All I ask, all I ask is that when you make your decisions in life, Don't come back 
don't come don't come back to me expecting me to uh, sympathize with you. You know what I'm saying? That I, I believe that's all God saying. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 expect me to change. You know, after you found out uh, you hit a dead end or something. <laughs> you can't find a dead end. Because everybody going to come upon a dead end one day. Well, they have to make a choice. And now at these dead ends and in, in, in these times, you can do something about it. When you come up on that crossroad, you can do something about it because we all know, we all know that uh, death that incurred, you know what I'm saying? And we can all get to that crossroad someday. I'm not all at once, but each one, you know what I'm saying? Teach one. Everybody know that uh, they experience death. Uh, from themselves or through somebody they know. You know what I'm saying? And when you get to that road, you it's like like they say about dying. You, your life flashes before you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you just ask the question. I guess the judgment question is would you do this over again? I hear a lot of people say, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The ones that, you know, probably got money, think this is heaven, and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> My answer is no. I would not do, take the same walk again. Because I found that some of the stuff that I learned, I should have been learning in grammar school and in high school. But it's not taught in grammar school and high school and from your families. And we're in the history books. None of that. Really. Not the history books in the schools. You know, maybe the history books in the uh, Library of Congress or, uh, you know what I'm saying, something you got to go search for. You know what I'm saying? But it should be taught in grammar school and high school. I'll be like, no, I wouldn't. But something I would do at the end of my crossroads, something I would mention in judgment. Those people need to know. You know what I'm saying? Those people need to know. Uh, uh, uh how close the enemy is in their life. Really? And that will, uh, you know, make them choose different paths. But the reality is, uh, this is, uh, earth is eternal life. Your body isn't. 
you know, the body we live in ain't, but Earth is eternal life. And now when I, uh, I look at people, not white and just black, because, you know, everybody want to be boss, uh, black and white, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I don't see no damn difference in racism when it comes from black and white. But this time I would like to tell them, uh, you know what I'm saying? Only the meek inherit the earth. So you know what that means? <laughs> For real. You need to be uh, taking care of your business, being focused on your business. You know what I'm saying? And not me, just an ordinary person and just black. You know what I'm saying? No. And who says you was going to inherit her, mister? How you can tell me, well, where I'm going to live eternally? Well, you don't even know where you going to live eternally. <laughs> really? You know, I, I know that um, I've been saying a lot about, you know, putting my own studio together and stuff. And I am working on it. Like I told you, the paperwork is a lot longer. You know what I'm saying? What is a website website without content? What is anything? What is a air station, a station, a channel without content? You know what I'm saying? So the content is what's, you know, the hold up. I got to memorize this content. I got to rememorize it like an actor remember his lines, his script. I got to remember, because I'm not just working with just one, I'm working with three. You know, so, I did promise as, you know, as I go on, things will get better. That is a promise. You know what I'm saying? You know, long God live, the better things will get. It is my promise here. You know? Not the worst. It's going to get. You know what I'm saying? We already overcame the worst. The worst uh, uh, is when you're ignorant and dumb. Don't know nothing. Full of calm. That's the worst. I'm okay. All right. And can't nobody keep you ignorant and dumb if you seeking God's face. Okay. And holiness and purity and virgin things. Hey, I'm back. I had to take a short break. I'll be liking this podcast shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Because you can pause, stop, cut. Uh, you can just set your own mode. You know, like pimp mode. <laughs> Beef mode. Whatever you want, you know. You know what I'm saying? Environment, you know, it's all about you. And you can do and say what you want on your podcast. You know what I'm saying? I think podcast is just like the, you know, the uh, the level before becoming a, uh, a disc jockey. You know what I'm saying? A podcaster. Yeah, well, I was going over some things, finding me some topics. I found most of my topics from, like, you know, uh, scenes on TV, uh, my experiences, uh, you know, what I've been going through and stuff like that, you know, or, you know what I'm saying, if I find something, uh, that's been on my heart, I might bring that up, you know, like, uh, saying no so many times, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm trying to understand, you know, why a person got to say no more than once. Really? I, I can't just that uh, 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 real fast. If I have to say no more than once and I said no already, the second time I'm getting madder. And matter and matter. For real. And I notice every time I get mad, you know, my nose just start, you know, feeling bigger. I'm like, nah. I'm like, no, Lord, I don't want the time. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got a turning point. You know, I don't know if it's that 360 thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But everybody has a turning point in their life. You know what I'm saying? You just don't want to get to, you know, your destiny or your crossroad and, you know, don't know which way to turn or afraid to turn or, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) For real though. I understood the word no when I was a child. Everything about me. Everything. That's why I got the little child. You know what I'm saying? When you look at my uh, podcast, you see the little girl there. That's when I learned. That's when I learned. I knew what no was when uh, I was a child. And I didn't ask no more. I think I tried it once before, tried to ask again on top of the no, and after that second time, I said, I'm going to ask no more. And this was when I was a little girl, when we was in grammar school, the teacher used to have us do little things like, you know, little activities where we can... uh, have a grab bag, buy, you know, each other a present, those type of things. 
Because my mother said no to me one time, and then probably twice, I never asked her no more. So I couldn't, I couldn't give, buy a gift for someone in my classroom. I had to either be without a gift or have uh, someone, an adult, buy a gift for the child. Right? But I didn't see his dad when I was a little kid at all. For real. I was like, I'm getting in this guy. <laughs> so the teacher <laughs> had us grab names out of the grab bag. And I was supposed to buy my friend. I had got my friend. Uh, well, she was my friend at the time. <laughs> uh, I had got her name. Right? And somebody had got my name. Right? And so, uh, I knew I, I was going to ask my mama, you know, to, because I know how my mother is. So, I found something in my room. <laughs> and I didn't want to give it up because, you know, I liked that it was in my room. Right? So, I wrapped it up. In, um, in a present and gift wrapping paper and put it under the Christmas tree in uh, the classroom. So the day came when we was, uh, was about to open up our gifts. I went to go get my gift. <laughs> All the kids went to go get their gift, right? So I had like a big box too. <laughs> and you know, we supposed to open it up right to the end, you know what I'm saying? See what it is. So I had like a family game. And all I know, whoever I, you know, the person I had gave my gift to, right? Just started crying, went to when I told the teacher what I had wrapped up, wrapped up again. <laughs> so, uh, teacher came to me and, uh, she was like, uh, you can't keep that gift. You got to uh, buy her a gift, you know what I'm saying? Or you can't keep this gift. So she took the gift, right, from me. I guess she was giving me a second chance. <laughs> You know, one of the kids a gift in the class. Man, do you know when the teacher told me that? I was like, I didn't even think about my mother again because I already told you, right? 
I was like, damn. Now what is I'm on? So I went to my bedroom again. <laughs> I did. I swear to God, I was not gonna ask again after I knew it in my heart. So I found something else wrong. And wrapped it up. And I didn't want to give that up. It was one of my Versace bottles. With the, the, they don't even make these hardly no more. It's a perfume bottle with a, a squeeze. It, it squeezes the perfume out. I didn't even want to give that up. So I wrapped that up. And the perfume was out of it too. So I had to uh, make some sweet smell to put in it. Right. So I wrapped that up and take it to the, you know, I take it to her, right? I didn't take it to the teacher. I said, here, here's another gift, right? And uh, so they let me keep the uh, present. Yeah. And I'm just giving you an example about no, you know what I'm saying? When somebody say no to you, one time, it should have some type of effect. Okay? On both sides, both sides. If you have to say no to someone and and they, they have to receive that no, you know what I'm saying? It should count for something. Because the second time, uh, you're going to be sparking up, it's going to set a spark. If that same person had to say no again. And really, if that person have to receive it again. I was a, not a smart child. I was a wise child. I was wise. When I was young, when I was little. I was like, I was like, I know she ain't thinking I'm going to ask my mother. <laughs> For real, because I knew uh, who I was afraid of, and it wasn't the teacher, goddammit. For real. I was like, no way. I took no to uh, another level. Yes, I did. I took no to another level. If you have to say no, and you is in authority, and uh, it is uh, uh, took it from you, and it's took it from you, then that is rape. And robbery. Once you become an adult. I'm not talking about when you're a child. I'm talking about when you become an adult. That is rape and robbery. And I ain't going to tell you how I came up with that uh, fact. But it's something God had told me and placed in my heart. 
For real. We serve a mighty God. And when I say serve, servant, we serve a mighty God because that's what you are when it comes to God. You a servant. You his armor and shield. You is God protection whether you know it or not. You is God protection. It is you then God. That's why God say call on me. I'll be your believe that we serve a mighty God. And it could just be the smallest thing to uh smallest thing to make you recognize God in your life. That's why he said the least among you is the greatest. Is the greatest. The greatest in, in the kingdom is a child. Real. Like I said, I knew God before I knew Jesus. I don't know why that was or how that came to be, but I knew God before there was Jesus. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> Real. And I'm be trying to, you know, before my production opens, and, and I have a grand opening for my production, I'm trying to let people uh, know me for me. Not see me for me, but know me for who I am. You know what I'm saying? Because you can, you know what I'm saying? Seeing someone, you get uh, another impression. And first impression is usually the last. Really, if somebody, you know, just judge you for how you look, that's the end of the story. Right there. It's overdone. The deal is closed. <laughs> For real. Uh, ain't no coming back. It, it, it's gonna take a miracle. And I like miracles too. I do. I understand miracles right away, too. I, I know somebody right now uh, that it took a miracle because they was one ugly baby. <laughs> I was like, God had mercy that day. For real.
<laughs> and you know you've been in a struggle when you was a pretty baby, and now you're ugly. You ever seen that before? You ever seen some of your classmates that you know <laughs> that they was cute and popular and you know what I'm saying? And then you see them now, you be like, what the hell? <laughs> you might hear what they got to say, or you might not. <laughs> you like, damn. Real. Dang. But then that's how you know they being bad too. That's how you know. For real. That's, that's how you know. You know that like that sedity white girl. You know what I mean? That used to bully. Then you see her twenty years later. 20 or 30 years later, and she look nothing like the petite, cute, sedity bullies that she was. <laughs> For real. Dumb type wouldn't even be my friend at all. They wouldn't give me the time of day at all. And I don't care. I really don't. Because I ain't got time for the argument. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know, you know, that it's best that people know of you. You know what I'm saying? Then to think they know you. Is is better said sometime than done. You know, because God work is miracles. I don't know if that's God's uh device or is that the devil's device. And I bet you some people don't even know what I just said. Did I lose you just that fast? <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> it's better said than done. Because the word is everlasting. So when you hear good words and no positivity, draw and make draw it in. Draw it in. If you got a lot of negativity around you like I do be having around me, then put it out there. Throw it back at them. Uh return the center.
One, I don't need you. Two, uh, I don't need your hand-me-downs no more. Three, I'm not watching your kids because I'm no longer a babysitter. Four, don't look for me. I'll find you. Five, don't call me. I'll call you. Really? Because if you're waiting for somebody <laughs> to do the job for you and you don't inspect and then you don't check on your money or you don't fix it when it's out of water or it's not getting done then it's not getting done really that's why I say it's better said is that the devil device or is that God device I haven't figured it out yet. All I know is I'm making sure that word <laughs> that I crave and love and and draw in be that word. So if I'm paid, then I'm going to be paid, get paid, look for pay. <laughs> really? And that's work. Trying to, I, I, I want you to know me, not who I am. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes who y'all, who the who who I am, y'all looking for, uh, then leave you no inheritance. <laughs> you ain't on a wheel. Means you ain't getting no money. But if you stick around, all you're gonna do is be watching the kids. <laughs> so get the hell on out of there. <laughs> so I'm gonna slow it down for some of you people who might have to, uh, who might need to or you know just want to listen to this recording again so I'm going to slow it down because 
I hate being aggravated. <laughs> That's right. Real. My DNA know when you tapping in. Yeah. <laughs> They had my blood under the microscope. It was looking right back at the ass. I'm like, damn, something strange about that. It was like an eye looking at me. <laughs> and we down here like, what we gonna do with you, goddamn? Really? I be knowing what somebody about me. I'm like, hey, something ain't right. That's how I figured out all this shit. My motherfucker DNA. Real. Now I'm about to put the cause on my DNA. And, uh, and, um, and Valley. My motherfucker self. <laughs> I'm like, I got fingerprints out there. I got um, all type of. Uh, <laughs> I got x rays, motherfucker. Right? I want. Uh, I'm the owner of my own shit. I be knowing when somebody tapping in. That's how I became wise. As a child. I was, let me see, when I got my first gray hair, I was, I think I had, I was 30. 30 years old. One, I seen it just popped up like, who's king? <laughs> <laughs> For real, it was like a danger. <laughs> I was in the first one, the first gray hair. I was thirty years old. It was like. Uh, I'm in the house. <laughs> For real though. And, and why, uh, I ain't got so much gray hair now that I turned 49. It's because anybody that had gray hair, I stayed away from. My ex-husband, uh, hair is already white. I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. But we're gonna have to stay separated. <laughs> I don't want no 
Mo Graham. Really? And some of my friends, they, ooh, they got a lot of gray hair. Mm. <laughs> and their and their husband, and whoever they messing with, they, they be rubbing all that gray hair together. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Really? I do not like gray hair. I like white hair. Not gray hair. Right now, I can't do no gray hair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to skip that class. I'm just going to have to figure it out. Maybe come to my podcast and learn what I'm about. I, I was saying that in my thirties when you know what I'm saying when young girls was turning to uh, grandmothers at a young age, I was like, I know these bitches ain't gonna be thinking I'm gonna be hanging out with a grandmother. <laughs> really? This is like going to the club with your mama. Really, I ain't never been that type of girl, you know. Well, I do with my friends. I do with my friends. But I do with my mama. I do differently with my mother. Uh, it can't be the same. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be like, Mama, I don't feel comfortable with uh, you and I going to this club together. Really? Let's think if your mom was liking on the man that you was liking on. I was like, ugh. <laughs> you like my mama? <laughs> I'm going to have to let you go. I'm sorry. This can't work out. Really, I remember my mom thought I liked her boyfriend. I was like, hell no. See, I won't be kissing that to nothing you kissing. <laughs> I do not go after um, any of my friends, even the ones who say I'm not good friends. Man, if I know that's your man. Because me, that's disgusting. Really? Why don't we just all three get in the bed together? You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> uh, uh, can all lick on kissing on the. Hell no, I don't play that. I don't. It ain't like I'm gonna do something about it. Like I'm gonna, you know, get the belt and beat your ass and that. It's just that's just something I don't uh, go for. It don't turn me on at all. I don't find it desirable. You know what I'm saying? At all.
boy, did I see, you know what I'm saying? Uh, people play those games. Really? You know, everybody get tried, you know what I'm saying? If you live here on this earth, you're gonna get tried. And it's with fire. That's what it is. That's why uh, a rich man trembled when he uh, got to gotta go to the courts. <laughs> to the court building. <laughs> <laughs> uh ride by the court building and the doctor. There's two places real men don't go. Tried by fire here on earth. And I didn't know that until I um, I became, uh, I got to my 40s. You know? And then after a while, it just becomes familiar to you. You don't accept shit or get used to nothing. That you don't want to get used to or accept. At all. That's what um, happened to me when I was young. I accepted a, a, uh, uh, a charge. They didn't even catch me do. Just so I won't go to jail. But I was young. I didn't know uh, the system plays you like that. You know what I'm saying? Send in police informers to uh, get all your business then come back and tell them type of shit. So they can have something on you because they wasn't able to get close enough to you uh, to get uh, the same information that they need to uh, persecute you. Now, all they need now is your plea or your uh, uh, your plea or your confession, which is your conviction. Whatever I've been charged with, I I haven't been convicted of it. On either side, on either side. Oh, on either side. Because it's always two. Um, it's two convictions. One, that you... Confirm, which is like a plea, and the other, uh, and the other is the uh, the conviction itself. Now, the conviction itself either is a conviction or it's not. Either it's real or it ain't. If it never was a conviction. Then you are a free person. 
<laughs> if it was all a setup, then there's no conviction. On Jesus' side or in the courts. I was like, I must be that woman of faith God was telling me about. <laughs> Real loud. I feel like, like what somebody want me so bad for? And they be like, oh, because you're black. I'm like, but there's a lot of black girls. So they got to think of something else. The reason is they just didn't want me to be free. They don't want you to be free. Your family don't want you to be free. Your friends. Yeah. Don't want you to be free. The only person that wants you to be free is God and nature. Everything wants to lock you up. If someone want to lock you up and throw away the key, that means they don't want to look back to this case. They want it to be a cold case and let somebody in 2050 <laughs> open it up and let you... <laughs> They let you out like the mummy or something, goddammit. Really? So that's why you gotta know that you know the law. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the law that uh, keep us enslaved and locked up. Uh, whether J justice come or not. You know what I'm saying? That's why you see a man get out of jail and then go back. Tell him about the fucking jail. <laughs> and the old people in my day used to call him a jailbird. <laughs> For real though. But it go deeper than that. I'm not going to say. For real though. I, do, I am not a jailbird, a hummingbird, none of that shit. Really. If I got to build it myself, that's what I will do. If I got to put it together myself. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. And if you got enough left over to help other people, then by all means. God ain't going to hate you for it, that's for sure. <laughs> God ain't got no reason to hate at all, believe me. Real. So 
So I got um almost twenty minutes left to this uh podcast. And uh I wanna bring in a new year like this. My new year's resolution is to take the F curse word out of my mouth. I, I hate that word. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get these curse words in your mouth and you can't get them out your mouth and then they slip out at the wrong time and then the next thing you know, you know what I'm saying, you be needing some new TVs. (laughs) Really? Man. Real though, I mean the, the mouth has got so bad, so bad that you know one day our tongue's gonna get cut out. <laughs> Real, they gonna freak it out. They be like, you know what? I was thinking. <laughs> For real. Remember the death penalties? I mean, we just uh, uh, used electricity. You know what I'm saying? But back in the day, it was other type of death penalties. And you don't want these same people, I'm telling you. Coming up with new uh, death penalty reforms and stuff. <laughs> Don't. Real. Right back to what I was saying. No. Uh, a person, a female, a man shouldn't have to keep saying no uh, that many times. Real. And some people think that they shouldn't nobody say no to them. Or they don't deserve no uh, what they'll do uh, when somebody say no or uh, the get back on saying no. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You've been in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And you had to say no to your uh, spouse or boyfriend or lover or whoever and how they reacted to it. How some of them couldn't wait, and uh, and some of them strike out, and then others accuse you. You know the (laughs) 
Damn game. That's why for every no, I just start building and and, and and drawing and and working. I just go harder. I get it myself. I be like, who eating that? <laughs> Not, not, it's my turn to to get that. I'll be like, uh, who eating that? Okay, who breathing that? Who living that? But really, too, I'll be having to go harder because I'll be needing that back. Really. <laughs> Really? Instead of a person telling you no, they ain't gonna give your money back, they make the excuses why they ain't got your money. <laughs> For real though. I, I, I'm, and you think I'm gonna fuck with that person again? I'll be like, you with that money. You know what I'm saying? You just wrote yourself off. And that's just how I look at it. I be like, you you, you sold out. <laughs> and you sold out for some chump ass change too. You know? And I be like, uh, who eating that? Who breathing that? Who live now? Some people just uh, uh, flat out just use you. And you be thinking it's like um, love or something or family or something or close to me or something or, or to hot or something. They just, just flat out just like, you know, do it to your ass. <laughs> Just do it to your ass, man. Huh? You know, like your uh, boyfriend or or the time you was on. Uh, Done, done to. It's like, uh, I'm going. Anyway, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Anyway. Remember, I like. Uh. I don't like fear, but I like to cause fear. I do. I'm a scary woman. (laughs) 
I think about raping my boyfriend. I spare the ice pick. <laughs> Every woman that ain't got a man is for a reason. <laughs> Not a season. <laughs> oh, he'll come back. Oh, he'll be back. Uh, shit, he ain't coming back. <laughs> Really? If you've been gone that long, and if you've been gone past this time, this ass is not coming back. Believe that. Real. If you a woman who ain't got a man, or well, ain't never been married, it is a reason. Not a season. So fear is fire too. And I always believe if you gonna uh, if you gonna fight, you fight fire with fire. Some people tell you uh, turn the other cheek, or but that could just mean so they can hit the other side too. You know what I'm saying? You gotta watch, you know how. Uh, the word how some people you know what I'm saying for for real because uh, stuff have to add up you know some have to it has to make sense anytime somebody do a movie a song recording you know what I'm saying that's why they didn't like rap at first because it said it didn't make no sense but it made money so if it made money then it makes sense you know what I'm saying uh it have to have made some sense. It got to make some real sense, like the C E N T S type of sense. You know what I'm saying? So I fight fire with fire, and you know, and everybody that like I let allowed to be close to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to know me, uh, basically know me now, but they think I'm still that same person. You know, and nobody uh, stays the same once they, you know, get out there, you know, and did this life. Nobody stays the same. All right. A woman, don't, uh, a, a girl don't even stay the same once she have a baby. She won't be the same no more. So once you're out there, you don't stay the same. You uh, start turning into a uh, uh, in a 360 direction however it turns you know and you're going to hit one day a dead end in life everybody comes to a dead end where you got to uh, uh, choose a side you know, that's just part of life. And, um, depending on your choice is how 
the rest of your life is going to end. The rest of your life. I mean, you, when that happens. Because that's the choice you've made. And don't ever give up fighting for what is rightfully yours. Rightfully yours. And when you fight, fight fire with fire. Don't let them tell you to turn the other cheek uh, to... Uh, be non-violent or you know the stuff they tell you to back down and stand down and humble yourself and for real because if you learn to do that too long when the real fight comes you're going to be weak as hell. You're going to be weak as hell. You know, that's why my uh, uh, friends or people that I know are some strong people. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't change them. You know what I'm saying? Because I like strong people. You know what I'm saying? When I'm fighting... And I don't go out starting no fights. You know, but I'm talking about the ones who like starting shit. And then, uh, think it's finished. No, it ain't finished, bitch. <laughs> it ain't finished at all. Real. I'm talking like balls, goddammit. Get on the job. I ain't finished at all. Real. You uh, it won't be no uh second, third round if you knock a knock it out in the first round. My mom used to always say, uh, if you don't do a job, don't do a half a job. She told me that one time when uh, she was whooping me like Mommy Dearest. You know, remember when Mommy Dearest went in there with the kids clans and <laughs> that made old girl um, scrub the flow and they was rich as hell. Damn, beat her with the damn uh, kitchen cleanser. <laughs> Real. Have a job, man. Real. And that's what you get in a week. In a weak soldier or a weak person by your side. A have a job. That's why I don't be rolling with people who ain't uh, uh, scared to knock a motherfucker out. My, my boyfriend's got to knock a motherfucker out. Or oh, I'll be knocking their ass. 
Well, I'll be knocking their ass out. Mm. You think you're going to be my man? My husband. And, 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 uh, can't knock a motherfucker out. You got nothing coming. Better do something. <laughs> For real, I just had to let all the people know that I was fighting for. It's over, y'all. For real. So, you better watch your stuff because, you know what I'm saying, the next time they do this, the next time they do that, the next time they do it, you better call your own sister brother or your own your mom, own mama or who the hell ever else. You know what I'm saying? You got uh, uh, messing up with you. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you better call that in there. Don't come uh, telling me. For real though. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's being a real leader. For real though. I don't think a leader should be a person who uh, beat up a few people a, a few times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait a minute, beat up a few people a few times and through the seasons got some rank and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden they damn leader. Now I think a leader know when to let go. Yeah, then. <laughs> I think a leader know how to tell them all and uh, it's over now and uh, you know what I'm saying? If you still fucking up and doing the same rotten shit that you do, then you gonna have to call your uh, sisters, your brothers, your you know what I'm saying. Every, everything but me. <laughs> Tell me. For real. <laughs> 